Hey y'all, it's your girl Talaya B, and we are here with the exclusive Philadelphia podcast interview with at Young Shoddy. But first, let us hear a shout out for our sponsors. Bye, of course, you know your boy Ace Gang is around here. I want to shout out Philadelphia Podcast, of course, Hip Hop Since 1987, Raw Life Records for having us here, Digital Crates, Philly Fried Edibles, Anchor for uh, sponsoring our uh, podcast, Fresh Elite, Fresh Like Guy, Crew Cannabis, and to our streaming sites also, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Tidal, and Forge Recording Studios. Thank you very much, Ace Gang. All right, like I said, we are here with Young Shoddy, at Young Shoddy, Y-O-U-N-S-H-O. Y-O-U-N-S-H-O. I'm sorry, wait, let me let me let her say it, because I'm messing it all up. So I am at Talaya B, T-A-L-A-Y-A-B on Instagram, and we are again here with Young Shoddy, and this time I'm going to let her do it, because I'm trash, so here she goes. <laughs> it's Young Shoddy, at Young, Y-O-U-N-G, underscore S-H-O-D-D-Y. Alrighty, sorry about that, guys. So today we have our first exclusive interview with Philly hip-hop artist Young Shoddy, where we'll be talking to her about all things Young Shoddy and Philly music. So let's get it started. We're just going to jump right into it. Okay. I'm going to let you tell us all you want to tell us about. Mm-hmm. So, But the one thing I want to know is a lot about you. I want to know how you got started with music, where it started, who inspired you, and your inspiration. Okay, um, well, I got started when I was um, in middle school. Wow. Uh, my teacher had assigned a life history assignment. So we had to either do poetry, uh, audio format, or um, like a visual aid, uh-huh. like talking about stuff that was happening around that time. Like this was like in 2012, something like that. So when I did the assignment, um, I recorded it, but I like wrote a rap to it. So when I did it, um, we went downstairs because it was like a technology school. Okay. Um, so one of the high schoolers, he knew how to engineer. So we did a song and it came out cool and everybody seemed to like it. So it went on from there. But my mom, she used to rap. So when I was little, we would be on the table, she would make a beat. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would go back Shout and Shout out forth. to mom. She's here right now, always mom supporting. Momager. Okay. <laughs> Um, so we would always uh, make beats on the table, and then she would make me rap. So it kind of just started from there. And then, um, yeah, but she was really the reason why I started. Kind of just in your blood, huh? Yeah, it was kind of in my blood. <laughs> so when I got the opportunity to do it, it was just like, oh, this is just set up for me right this now. This for you. Yeah, let's see what happens. So after my teacher assigned it, um, I just ran with it because everybody seemed to like the song. So I just made a original song, like separate from the assignment. Right. And then um, I performed it at my uh, talent show and everybody knew the words. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. So I just was like, oh, let me see where this goes. Right. And then we in. All right. So you said in 2012. So I don't know if it's too personal, but how old are you? I will be 20 in August. 20. Okay. So 19. That's nice. If you want to get technical. <laughs> <laughs> right. So how did you get the name Young Shoddy? Where did this name come from? Oh, my <laughs> Shout out to Momager again, <laughs> killing it, killing it. <laughs> my mom, she used to do like, she used to rap and do have like a dance team. Like okay. Group, and they used to call her shoddy, so I just put the young in front of her. Okay. Since I got the rap thing from her. Makes sense. Yeah. Alrighty, so what is your target audience when you do music? What it, Did it start out one thing and change, or has it been the same all the way through? Um, 
to be honest, when I first started, I didn't really have a target audience. I just made music for the okay. world, and whoever liked it, liked it. But as I got older and kind of now that I'm about, like on the verge of being grown and embarking in the womanhood and stuff, like right. I kind of feel like I can be myself. And I didn't really identify it until I started branding and getting into the music business aspect to know that my target audience is like the gay pride community. Okay. Not not like saying that I'm gay, but like right. what they represent, what they stand for. They like free. They yes. be free to be yourself. Yeah. And like they, they have no problem expressing it with no type of apology or like empathy for it. You know what I'm right. saying? So when I kind of felt like I was like that, like I was in the public eye, like in Philly, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I had to watch what I did, watch what I say, watch what I do. Yeah. But now that I'm older and I feel free, like I can be myself in my music, I felt like we just clicked right there. Right. So a lot of people that's like from the gay pride community is like that's my target audience because we like we are like like I have no problem being myself. Right. So that's that's just my audience for real. For that's awesome. And I will say I think the first time I saw you was Hip Hop since nineteen eighty seven had their mini festival. Oh yeah yeah. It yeah. was the night that Tiz two one five hosted. Yeah yeah yeah. And I remember seeing you on stage, and the first thing I said was. Yo, her style is so dope. Thank you. It's just like you have your own sense of, you can tell that this is what you want to wear and this right. is what I'm going to wear. And then I followed you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I saw you later that night and I got your Instagram. Mm-hmm. I followed you on Instagram and your style is so different. Yes. It's everywhere, yeah. all over, but it's like perfect. Thank and it's thank so you. you and it goes with the music and I love it. Thank you. I'm all for being free and being yourself. Yes, yes, um, yes. I love the girl power vibes <laughs> that we have going on right yes, now. Thank um, you. I love you working hard, thank young. You also because mm-hmm. I'm 24 so okay. I love seeing um, young people you know doing what they want to do how right. they need to do it and how they see best fit for themselves right. and I agree with you like I'm, I'm not gay I'm not but I love that LGBT community mm-hmm. is yeah. awesome it's mm-hmm. all about being yourself and I think that's a good thing to have in Philly it's right. hard yes. to have that in Philly yes. it's hard to walk around and wear that proud yeah. but mm-hmm. you wear your own sense of style yes. proud, which is yeah. awesome so has Thank this you. You're welcome. Has this always been your style, or has that changed since you started doing music? Well, I always had, like, a tomboyish style. Okay, I, I feel that. I was more, like, boyish, though, mm-hmm. but I just didn't know how to, like, intertwine it with, like, being a girl. Right. So it kind of changed as I got older and embracing, like, oh, wearing earrings and mm-hmm. jewelry and getting cute and stuff like that. Yes. But um, it evolved as I got older. I was really more in the, like, tomboyish days, like, mm-hmm. straight back. I feel you, me yeah, too. Yeah, the, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Well, it's comfortable. Yeah. Whatever like, makes you comfortable, whatever one. feels fit. So. so listening to your music, and if people follow you on Instagram, mm-hmm. they'll see this. And it's the word, two words, Barbie trap. Yes. Now, I think I can piece it together for okay. myself, but I want you to tell the people what it is. I want you to explain where Barbie Trap came from, mm-hmm. how you came up with it. If mm-hmm. Momager helped you out, <laughs> shout her out again because she's killing the game. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let us know what it was that inspired the Barbie Trap. Barbie Trap actually came from when I was up at school and um, I was writing a song. It's, it's unreleased and it was called Run It Up. Um, and I was like, really, this, this was one of the records that I really started to know my identity as an artist and kind of like know what target I was going for as far as like what kind of music, music I was going to put out up in college. So when I thought about it, I'm like, sometimes I like to get girly, but sometimes I like to be boyish. So I'm like, 
I like to be on some boyish, girlish type time. So, like, <laughs> I wear dresses and stuff like that. So, I'm like, okay, right. like, I dress up like a Barbie sometimes. So, then I get boyish. So I'm like, Barbie trip. Just, like, put it together. Perfect. And then I did that. And then my guy, his name is Skarsky. He makes my logos. Okay. He made me a logo because I was doing a whole rebrand. And he had a logo and it just said Barbie trip in it. So, okay. when he sent me my logo and it just had Barbie trip and I'm like... I wanted a boyish yeah. tomboyish vibe to it, and then he just right. attached it. I'm like, oh, this is a perfect, perfect. Barbie trap. So my, when my logo guy made it, it just stick, and I just ran with it. So what is what is one thing that people who want to join your Barbie trap movement mm-hmm. or army, <laughs> what should they have? What should they bring to it? What should you know? What do you want to see from people who have Barbie trap it under their pictures yeah. for their mm-hmm. captions mm-hmm. and in their bios mm-hmm. and stuff on Instagram? What do you want to see from that? I want them to just have ambition and have a hustle mentality. Okay. Like, despite the Barbie trap, that's my thing. That's that's my style. It's more than just a rap. It's a lifestyle for me. You right. know what I'm saying? So that's why I attach Barbie trap to it. But regardless of that, my brand is called a trap in your mindset. So okay. basically, it's adapted like to. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. So ba- basically, it's adapted to. It can be applied anywhere. If you, uh, football, school, as far as just basketball, athletics, whatever you do, like hustle, like you you trying to double back from something, even to people that's in the streets. You know what right. I'm saying? Like hustle, like you in the street, but double it, double it up. You understand right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To to have yourself set up for life. So where yeah. you. So them bad environments that you came from or wherever you was working from, to not go back to that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Invest in yourself. That's why mm-hmm. I said trapping your mindset because people have the trap mentality or the hustle mentality and you want right. to put it, apply that in so many different directions to be like a millionaire or right. be like a billionaire, whatever you want to do, an entrepreneur. So that's that's what I want them to have, ambition and hustle in the, in the format or their mindset, whatever they're trying to do. Okay, that's nice. I like that. We've got a hashtag that, Trapping Your Mindset. Yes, that should be the name of the podcast today. I like that one. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, of course. So, as I said, I'm real big on, you know, women supporting women. Right. Um, It's hard in Philly. So, what do you think, as a woman, as a female artist in Mm -hmm. Philly, is one of the hardest things you will say um, that has kind of, you know, put a put a break in between for you to really get your music out there going or what do you think one of the hardest things for you to really make a breakout for yourself was because you have a bunch of followers on Instagram now and I know that didn't come easy right so what was it that really just broke Broke you out like I'm a woman and I'm here well um it was the fact that I just my work ethic I kept consistently grinding and putting out different content for them to soak up and eat you know what I'm saying so I never being patient or being chill was never an option for me. Like, that wasn't a part of my vocabulary. I had to, I'm like, all right, if I got this on, I got to drop this in. Or right. Just keep on. Or sometimes I would just flood the, the timelines. Like, back to back to back to right. back. Like, you would see me every, the whole hour, <laughs> you would scroll up and you'd be like, young shoddy, young shoddy, young shoddy. <laughs> and then. Might be annoying, but you see my see, face, yeah. you see my name, you hear so, me. So click that link in Right, exactly. <laughs> so, I won't stop, but yeah. you're going to go listen. <laughs> right. So when I started doing that, that's how my name started to kind of get out there and stuff like that. But I say one of the hardest things was like being taken serious because you're a female. You know okay. what I'm saying? Right. Like, mm-hmm. And then if you're attractive at that, you know, guys will try to maneuver and do the extra stuff with right. Nixon business and pleasure you know what I'm saying right so like 
it's hard being taken serious as a female. That's kind of how you got to, like, set his foot down and let him know what it is. That's, that's really about it. Makes sense. So before we take our before we take our break, I want to know one last thing. Where What is something about you? Where are you from? Where did you grow up? And where do you live now? Well, I grew up in Uptown, so, like, the island area, like, down the street from LaSalle. Okay. Um, but um, currently I reside in the Northeast. Okay. Near Lincoln High School. Um, and that's pretty it. I'm still from all My family from all, all over. All over? Yeah, basically. I feel you. I understand that. So we are going to take a quick break on Philadelphia Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Philadelphia Podcast. And don't forget to follow Young Shoddy also, and we'll be right back in a minute. We're also just going to give another shout-out to all of our sponsors, Philadelphia Podcast, Hip Hop Since 1987, Raw Life Records, Digital Crates, of course, Philly Fried Edibles, Anchor, Fresh Elite, Fresh Like Eye, and Crew Cannabis. Again, we're streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Tidal, and Forge Recording Studios. 